0: Married to detented it, <laughs>
1: Oh, are you done? <laughs> 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 Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the very first time. My name is Jake. With me are Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex, producer Terry. This week we're here to talk about The Doctor Falls, written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Rachel Talalay. aired July 1st, 2017. Jill. What? Oh, uh, what do you like this one? What do you mean, what? <laughs> Get a shift on.
2: I want you to start with Cody. <laughs> That's my request.
1: Cody, Jake, uh, what do you think of this one, man? this Episode's fuck great, dude. Dude,
3: there's a couple sure, things dude. I'd like to change, How but it? but dude, dude's pretty good,
4: dude. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
3: implications in on this one, dude.
1: Uh, Sam,
4: it was wonderful. It was a good episode. I enjoyed it.
1: Terry, I.
5: Thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the mixture of, uh, just the super energy and all of the light-hearted comedy that threw in it as well as along with all of the, uh, suspenseful and tragic parts as well. Like it was just a wonderful mix of everything.
3: When I think of the Doctor Falls, I think about the comedy.
2: <laughs> oh God. Joe, what do you think? I really liked it a lot. I thought it was going to be a Jake look at me. I Only... I almost said it with Cody, no, but he didn't there, actually there see it. there is a
3: very specific je ne sais quoi you need for a Jake look at me, and this one it just missed it.
2: Really? Yeah, okay. exceptional
3: episode didn't have the je ne sais quoi.
2: So Cody's gotten um, saltier in the last few years. We've learned, oh. I think. <laughs> he did have a child. I, so. I think
3: the the show got like the production quality got better as a whole. And the story writing got better as a whole, which raised the bar high.
4: That's fair. I think Cody said
2: everything got better, so I decided to hate it more. True. I think so. (laughs) Um, uh, No, but I did like it a lot. I was nervous about it with so much anticipation from our Twitter followers coming into this episode. I was just scared that it wasn't going to be the hype that it's gotten, but I, I think it absolutely was. It was worth the hype, for sure. Hey,
0: Alex? 100. You got lots of Doctor, lots of Master, lots of Missy, with some sprinkling of Nardal, and a little bit
1: of Bill too. It was great. Jake? Jake? Oh, me? Uh, yeah. What's not to like? It's got all the good stuff uh, we lose Bill. We lose Nardal. We lose Missy. So it's super sad. But mostly everything in there is really good.
3: Yeah, this one Missy deserved better, dude. And my that's... she Go had ahead. the best. She had the best. What do you mean deserved better? <laughs> what? She, she, that's she... the way Missy goes. I, the irony is great. Good job on the storytelling. But Missy's such a beloved character. She gets. Killed by the master screwdriver that stops regeneration. Which, by the way, is that the most powerful fucking thing in the entire universe?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> insane. We saw that screwdriver sta-
1: stops regeneration.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Like a straight up gunshot could do it. What? Or Wait. the doctor's saying no.
4: <laughs>
3: Wait. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. A gunshot stops regeneration. They do it at the right time. If you get shot in the middle
4: of your regeneration.
3: But still, Missy, this entire arc of this season culminates in Missy just fucking
1: getting screwdrived. But
2: But she was good. She was good. Yeah,
1: she did what you wanted. She did. It wasn't a backstab. Like she did decide to go help the doctor. Mm, He'll just never know that you are
3: right. But they skirted around it. Her description of herself was amazing though like a raging sun or star or oh, something yeah, like that, that was, was really constantly burning like that's just the coolest description of an evil motherfucker i've ever heard <laughs> when I've... when
0: she was saying that i was remembering all the times we saw um saxon doctor and or master master and uh like that is like really true there like he was just chaos like always going super hard it was yeah yeah, yeah he was a cool
3: guy that's why it was it's was, it was just so unexpected to see that they i'm i'm very happy with what they did in missy's whole arc they avoided the thing i was desperately like planning them to do so thank god
4: is it the end of the master though
3: but I wanted Missy to die in a supernova <laughs> like just launch through space doing something good grabbing the doctor by the ankle and throwing him back down to the ground saying this is my time and she gets screwdrived and then laughs on the forest
1: Instead, she dies in a field alone
2: yeah. can we just say screwed so instead tragic. of screwdrived
3: screwed is fine <laughs> sure
1: Um, but the doctor also died in a field alone, so there you go. Yeah, screw the
3: doctor,
5: though. Like, he didn't die.
1: Didn't he? No.
4: No.
5: No. Did you not watch the rest of the episode?
1: (laughs) Well, is it possible that he was dead, but that a tear from this mystical creature helped him activate his regeneration again. That's
3: no. another part that took away from the Genesee quoi. Please don't put these Deus Ex Machinas in my fucking finales thanks. <laughs> Deus Ex Heather. Deus would, Ex
0: Heather.
1: You would just prefer the show to end, right? <laughs>
0: no.
3: No.
1: Like, come on. Cyberman, it... Cyberman Bill just pounding on the chest some of some dead sort of doctor. Canada
3: deal. Like where did she get this fucking power? <laughs> I it's been a long time since we saw that episode did what did her water powers have this crazy mysticism that well, hyper she could powers. travel
1: through time and space faster than the doctor could she could follow them anywhere she seemed pretty mystical oh so yeah. this is one of those
3: kids
0: in the playground i have every power in the playbook that doesn't work
6: yeah out deals <laughs> did okay you, so we're back well, on the
0: there Ex-Machia. was there was the line that she had like if you want to go back to your life i can make you a new body it's just molecules like yeah
1: I can just make you human again like
0: she's literally
3: god (laughs) she is literally god makes bad wolf look like just a pile
1: of oh for sure maybe she is bad wolf maybe she
3: isn't bad wolf Jake you lying (laughs) son of a bitch
5: oh and then Bill did like she got her girlfriend finally
3: yeah that was that ending was adorable and beautiful
4: I've been around let me show you I, I could have done without that I, line.
3: Yeah, I see where the writer was coming from. I, I don't from. like that The line. writer just needs a little bit more... Ste- Stephen Moffat. Anything Stephen else? Moffat needs to pick up a goddamn dictionary. And, like, instead of using adjectives or just, like, bland sentences, like, use better words. Please? Thanks.
1: <laughs> right. Have you ever seen Doctor Who before? I think he's no. pretty good at using non-planned words.
3: Well yeah the ones he makes up, like all the words he makes up
0: <laughs> i thought it was I thought it was really good writing in that um the whole episode is kind of about Bill and how she's a cyberman now, and she won't be able to go back to how she was. people are gonna be afraid of her, she won't like feel like i don't know an embrace ever again, and the end of her being with now her girlfriend was just super cool. Super touching. Very Why I Why did
4: thought. she yeah. feel the need to tell the doctor, she's like, I'm into girls and also people my age. Okay, bye.
1: Oh my god. That was hilarious. I just love that. It was <laughs> it was a feint. Like it was supposed to be this big moment of her being like, But I'm actually glad I got to hang out with you and instead she just goes like psych and leaves. Yeah. Some friends do to each other all the time.
4: I didn't like that part either.
1: Well, you don't have any friends. <laughs>
2: Hello, <laughs> COVID. <It>
1: burned. <laughs>
2: Not wrong. There were like things like that that felt kind of overexplained. That's how I interpreted it as well. Like you didn't need to tell us that, yeah. or tell the doctor that what? either. What? Well, I no, I wasn't telling anything. Yeah, it, <laughs>
1: it was, was making
5: a joke. It was leading up to like the whole because it almost with all of your other it companions, shifted. they. Uh, you have this big speech relationship yeah and they're you always think like oh my god they're falling for the doctor type of thing because you want that because they've been together for so long and she's like Do you remember when that? i said i like women uh, and people my age quite that. and like you're expecting <laughs> you to go like but you're an exception i love you and instead she's like i'm glad you know that and just runs yeah. it. like it's her fun perkiness she's not Brought down with the fact that she's a Cyberman and she doesn't have a life anymore. She's this is Bill, like her personality
1: coming out, so she's strong and confident. <laughs> well, so, I do wish we got that whole thing in the Cyberman voice <laughs> instead w- of in Bill's voice. That was kind of my thought.
4: <laughs> so, that conversation I took as her basically telling the doctor to kill her and to create a new life for her is kind of what I got out of it, which is not what happened. It's not. No. But that's why I thought that conversation happened. If that makes sense. she's like. Are you talking
0: about the one where she said, um, if it comes to it, I don't want to live this way?
4: Well, she said that, and then she was like, I like girls, I like people my age, that's what I want. Make it happen, snap, snap. Like, I thought it was adding up throughout the story to that happening, but it wasn't.
5: Nah. I was gonna say, speaking of girlfriends, I like that uh, Nardal started having the one head lady of the kids like starting <laughs> to hit on him really hard. <laughs> the head lady, yeah, I forget her name. It was like <laughs> Zanhar or something like that. I, I think it's Hazran. Hazran, okay. Isn't
3: there yeah, like she's...
5: a Jazzran too or something?
4: Zedran.
5: She'll
1: she'll try anything <laughs> once, right? It was just that was that, so funny.
6: Comical. That actor
1: is um, Samuel Tarley's mom in Game of Thrones. No, so we've had his mom sure. and sister in like three episodes. Within three episodes of each other, not in three episodes. Anyway, let's get back into it. We start with a cold open of a spaceship crashing through the ground of a field. And then... Uh, how it walks the Cyberman, holding the Doctor. Credits. Jill was asking me, like, "Wait, what happened?" Because you know,
0: the last we saw was the Doctor standing next to the Master and Missy. And uh, I was like, I, "Just watch it, man," because like, it, it did
1: like that whole flashback thing that it's been liking to do lately. Yeah, and then yeah, and then we flash back to the roof where Master and Missy have the Doctor tied up and are trying to decide. How they're gonna kill him. And I love every bit of the scenes on the roof. Yes.
4: We're just wondering. Any requests?
1: <laughs> then he ends up dying from a Cyberman, a single Cyberman. Well.
4: Didn't he? he
1: I he feel blew like himself he died up. from
4: blowing, yeah. Like a self sacrifice. He was on his
1: way out, for sure. He was regenerating that whole time. So, oh, like, that yeah. Cyberman triggered his regeneration by electrocuting him
4: well he's still regenerating so
1: (laughs) well yeah you saw um heaven sent it takes days also unless of course you have daleks to kill then
3: it takes five minutes
1: (laughs) well you could say it took 300 years since he died of old age
3: that's true he's been building up that regeneration for a long time
0: (laughs) well when you're regenerating maybe you just need a nap because when tenant did it he just slept say, for a day and then it was fine hell yeah that's my kind of regeneration
5: right there <laughs> regenerate every day i like uh that you find out that missy was actually a good guy the whole time too like she knocked out the master and um like i was secretly hoping she was and all of that but i like the idea that the doctor uh Was able to change the one heart to two heart um, thing for the Cybermen to track. Which then I thought, like, why would they still be coming for the people? Like, wouldn't they just be going for those three the entire time then? Because they changed it? They were. Um, Also, the way that Missy did knock
0: him out and was, like, playing it, it made it seem like it was almost disingenuous. Like, I was on your
1: side the whole time. Like, she was being (laughs) kind of, like,
4: theatrical about it.
6: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. You silly sausage is my favorite line.
6: No. (laughs) Boo. Yes. Boo. But,
1: but Alex, if you look at when she hit the doctor with her umbrella inside the conversion room, it looks like she did that on purpose to like keep him away from the master because the master pulled out his laser screwdriver, and it looked like Missy was like pushing him out of the way.
0: Do you think Missy knew the doctor was going to recalibrate the Cybermen? Of course. That I did not think of that. That's cool.
1: She always knows what's going on. Think back to Magician's Apprentice when he's like the gravity, and she goes, I know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> when they got into the spaceship and the, the master comes in and goes like the doctor's dead. Tell me he always hated you. Nardo's like oh screw you and then Missy comes in and says the same line it's like oh my god I hope they do this more in the show No, the
4: best part of that is when he says I heard you the first time
1: <laughs> right. yeah get a shift on uh yeah there's everything there with the master of Missy seems cool but up until the end it does really feel like they're just trying to find something to do with them until they get to the end. Like, why are they just like in some barn in the middle of nowhere? And then they're just like laying on a fence at one point.
4: Also, the way Missy acts on the roof is so weird to me. I, was it just me that got like a weird vibe? Like, I don't know if she acted that way because she was around the master and the doctor. So she had to like play it cool. That she was, like, on this side, on that side. But it seemed different than normal.
1: Well, she says she's conflicted. She says she truly doesn't know. And And it's not until the end, after the doctor's speech, that she's, you know, swayed one way or the other.
4: I'm not a huge fan of... And I don't think it was, like, her personally. I don't think it's Michelle Gomez. I just wasn't a fan of that scene of her.
5: I like the, um the talk of how like the master's like god i'm a woman now and uh and, like we know that the doctor is going to regenerate into oh what's her name
6: the, the doctor. doctor
5: yes the <laughs> doctor um anyway, but i just really love the line of uh is the future going to be all girl <laughs> and i was like oh that's so nice but like the, i definitely had this uh feeling that a lot of this episode was just girl power, like Bill was doing really well, Missy was doing really well. Random woman with a shotgun was doing really well like it was <laughs> it was great
4: Cody and I have talked okay. about that this season, how forward they've been with how positive it is to be a girl, and I think it's because they're trying to get into the Thirteenth doctor and bring it in nicely. <laughs>
3: Moffat's like, yo, this is gonna be. Th- there's gonna be a little pinch. You're gonna feel a pinch, <laughs> but it's gonna yeah, be. John fine.
1: Sim was the first NMD. It's like, oh, is it always girls now? <laughs> but yeah, this. I mean, by this point, Chibnall and Moffat would have spoken to each other, and if he made it clear, even if he didn't know exactly who, if he made it clear that he was gonna hire a woman, Moffat. I mean, also. Moffat would have been writing these scripts well in advance, but I'm sure he would have known by then that Chibna was going to hire a woman to play the Doctor. So you put stuff in.
2: I did ask Alex. I was like, you had to know after this episode particularly, right, that it was going to be a woman? He's like, I don't think so. I was like, no, when did you personally know? And he said he didn't.
0: No, I knew... Uh, like the week before it released.
2: But there were so many clues. There was just such a big women push. Yeah. This whole season, I felt it. Yeah, I agree.
0: I don't know. I don't feel things like that. I just l- see like
1: really good cinema and <laughs> I don't enjoy
2: feel- it. It's,
3: I feel nothing.
1: It... Okay, I have an answer for you. So they did like a little clip, like a 30 second thing. And this episode aired July 1st, 2017 and the Jodie Whittaker announcement video was two weeks later okay. on July 15th. But I, I remember watching that video where they were revealing who the next doctor is going to be and being really nervous that they picked a dude again because, and even like the way they reveal it, I was just like, so like breathed a sigh of relief when, it turned out to be Jody because I thought, like, they pushed out. They, it's just another dude who's going to be worse than Peter Capaldi. <laughs> so uh, I was I was nervous. but Do you want my, me to throw together
0: the watch together?
3: Yeah, if everyone wants to. But is Jody Whittaker worse than Peter Capaldi? Qualify each of the doctors?
5: Are you thinking they should have done, like, a half-step and hired a drag queen to be the doctor next instead?
4: That... W- I think that would have been extra steps. <laughs> um, I don't think we got across the point that Jill was working towards, or maybe she wasn't working towards this point, but this is what I was thinking. If I had not known that Jody was taking over, maybe I wouldn't have gotten so many of the vibes that I got this season, but because
2: I knew that, maybe I felt the push more. Agreed. Jake, when did you know? Like, what point in this season, or did you not?
1: Well, I suspect Expected, I knew that there's a large chunk of fandom that wanted a woman, and
4: that large chunk is not very vocal, from what I've heard.
1: <laughs> they're plenty vocal. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, but, but I didn't know for sure until July fifteenth, two thousand seventeen, and then it would be fifteen months before her first episode aired.
4: Had we started? recording yet at that time when you found out 18 right okay
1: yeah okay we started right before so we released our first episode the week before her first episode aired
2: okay that makes more sense
1: all right it's up
2: it's very womanly breathing
1: i was gonna say is that the doctor's (laughs) hoodie i never heard that breathing before
2: sweet boots but manicure.
0: Oh, jeez.
2: It's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Those woman eyelashes. He just has very <gasps>
0: feminine features. <laughs> yeah, this is just Final Fantasy Seventeen or
6: Fourteen. <laughs> there it so is. So
2: we all know that the doctor Ooh. had two dicks, right? She should have. She should have done. <laughs> the how does snap? this
0: work? You know exactly how this works.
1: Yeah, you know how this works, chill.
4: <laughs> okay, I wish she would have done the snap instead of the key, though.
1: Snap, way cooler. Yeah. Well, it was part of like the tease that they were doing on the BBC over the past few days was like showing that key like in a whole bunch of different locations. Oh. Yeah, they got <laughs> greedy. That's too greedy. Just the snap. Do what we say. Now they don't do any promotion for Doctor Who. Good. Uh, they don't. Aww. They don't go to Comic Con anymore. They Aww. don't. Well, they could
0: do
5: promotion, just not spoilers. Like, don't spoil shit. Yeah, that bothers That's me. That's fair. So part of me really wished she was wearing the Sonic sunglasses, because then my brain was like, oh, my God, wouldn't that be great if they also had their own pair of sunglasses, but they also changed design every time they had a new doctor, like their screwdrivers, and she comes out with, like, cat eye <laughs> glasses or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, weird tangent. Moving on.
3: What a tangent. Hey,
5: anyway.
2: Speaking of Sonic things, the Sonic Umbrella got me good. Isn't yeah, a-
0: when they were shooting uh, the Cyberman? Yeah. Yes.
2: That was the best Sonic. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's cool, but I don't like that she has a Sonic Umbrella. Like, she... Or, like, the Doctor frequently says that he created the sonic screwdriver because he was bored. And I get why the Master has the laser screwdriver, because he built that to be a dick to the Doctor in Season, or Series 4. But, like, why Missy just has a sonic umbrella doesn't make any sense. Well, she's playing off the Mary Poppins theme. Yeah, so make a different kind of magic umbrella. Well, but, like, we
0: also don't sonic know. Noise. Well, we don't know if it was sonic. Like it could it have makes been the noise. Yeah, it makes but the,
6: noise.
0: the master's <laughs> asshole driver uh, makes noise too, but it's not sonic.
1: Yeah, but we know the origins of that and why they're there. Get a shift on.
5: How many shifts are you getting on? My god.
0: I uh, had one of this,
1: them. This is my second shift. <laughs> one was uh, mine. Oh, a shift. shift. No judgment. This Jake is a, a judgment free zone. Don't fucking worry about yourself. Get Terry. your own
4: shift zone. Yeah, I don't,
1: don't have any start shifts. Start shifting. Get a shift Also, yeah.
4: you two jerks drank all of the sparkling juice.
3: Hell yeah, brother. And
4: left none for the pregnant lady. I
3: told you. <laughs> <Jet> <laughs>
4: drink the real
2: sparkling juice, others.
0: Yeah.
5: Yeah, you'll know when I've had enough shifts.
2: I'll start
0: yelling <laughs> at
5: everybody.
2: It's true.
5: Ooh, speaking of shifts, I think my favorite line scene of this <laughs> episode was when Missy was holding the master up against the wall and like talking to him with like this happened to me and whatever. And at one point the doctor, or the master goes, Is this wrong that I and like looks down in his crotch area oh, and she's yeah. like,
1: Yes. Let very. me ask you a proper question. <laughs> Is he saying, is it wrong that I have an erection? Or is he saying, is it wrong that I ejaculated? Oh, it's oh, the latter.
6: No, no, no. It's the latter.
1: The master is I all or nothing. I always thought it was until this time. Like, just like the look she gives. Like, that dude creamed his jeans.
4: <laughs> also, why is he so creepy? Like, that was so weird to me. He's I- the master. He's very...
1: <laughs> Egotist
5: like he's just
0: you guys very are pointing out like, all these me, me. things
4: that I don't he, didn't like in the episode. <laughs> he's
0: he's into himself, but in that scene he I wrote He literally down, wants
4: to be into himself.
0: Yeah. Oh. I wrote down Master Missy Fanfic was created on this scene for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Man, you have no idea.
3: Oh no. <laughs> Her sonic umbrella quivered in the moonlight. Stop! Oh jeez! Oh my!
2: <laughs>
3: moonlight.
1: Uh, it's, uh, yeah, because it was up his ass.
3: Sonic.
4: <laughs> so I see Jake is the writer of this fanfic.
1: Vermejo's <laughs> just, just a fan.
3: <laughs> so anyway, big explosions, the Cybermen upgraded themselves because of time dilation, they show up, the doctor blows everything up, and dies.
1: I like the very beginning when they they have uh, like OG Cybermen as their scarecrows, and when they're going by on their carts, you just see a couple of them move, and it's like, ah, oh, shit, it's
6: right? fucking yeah. terrifying.
0: Can someone just disc- explain the scene between the Doctor and Nardal? Like, was it reverse psychology by saying like which one of us is stronger? And then Nardal agreeing, like, yeah, I'm stronger. I should do this, or like that that scene. I don't I don't know what the alternative is, but that scene but, like there was a weird. That's to me. exactly what it was. That is it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> so, he, yeah. so he was so he was just playing Nardal because. He didn't want Nardole to die? No,
1: he was buttering his bread.
4: Get buttered.
1: I do love the, uh, the I don't know what to say. And he just leaves. And I'll never find the words.
3: Yeah, that's literally Stephen Moffat,
5: And he's saying goodbye to both the doctor and Bill. Like, that's just the saddest thing. Because he thought Bill was also going with them, and then he wasn't. And he's like, oh, dang it
4: my kind of writing oh i can just leave and don't have to make any more dialogue
3: (laughs) (laughs) i've written all these profound statements for the doctor but nardol can go fuck himself
0: (laughs) well he did have that that one line where like because bill said well you'll think of it later and he said no you're wrong i won't think of it like i have I i don't have anything to say and i won't because Feelings? I don't know.
3: I, yeah, feelings. It, it,
5: because I guess Nardal's not smart enough to think of the words he's trying to use. But he's. But then like, they do the shot of him on the next floor just staring at the door, just waiting for them. And it's like, oh, he's like a broken puppy. And then I kind of hated that image in my head. It's like, he's not a puppy. He's like a companion of sorts. So it's, it just... To me, it rang weird. Uh, He once had
1: a robot dog as a
5: companion. Oh, yeah, never mind. Okay, I like it then. Yay.
0: (laughs) Then we had the the Missy backstab, which if you watch, uh, is John Sim? Is that his name, right? John Sim's Mm -hmm. the mailmaster? Yeah, or master, Yeah. yeah. If you watch John Sim, you can see, like, it was perfect acting. You can see, like, when it happens, but then they're standing there in the embrace for a really long time, and it's just so good.
3: Where did she stab him that he died from it?
0: In the, uh, the wow. kidney. Yeah, I guess I don't know.
3: There's another kidney.
0: <laughs> no, they only have say, one. It was <laughs> pretty low. They're time lords. They only have one kidney. <laughs> they only
6: have like, Two big <laughs> Two, two hearts, hearts. One kidney. <laughs> Man, they're... did it.
0: But I, I also really liked the line. Is like very very good work. I'm glad I to see I didn't see or I didn't lose my edge. And she says like uh, some like verbatim. Uh, only the best for me, or something like that.
5: Yeah, only the best for you, or something like that. But yeah, yeah, I I love that too of just like showing respect.
0: Yeah. And and then the desperation plays because the master would not, uh, not even in his current or future form would not allow himself to bend to the doctor, which is just bonkers. metaphorically, yeah, right out of so the ballpark.
3: Is this even possible to do in any way, shape, or form?
0: He's so evil. So evil.
3: (laughs) His evil transcends the power of space and time.
1: (laughs) It's like uh, that lone Dalek in the very first season who, because he has Rose's DNA, is like starting to have emotions and starting to be good. And he's like, I would rather die than be a good Dalek. And he (laughs) kills himself. It's so tragic, man.
5: Yeah. And I I really like it, too, how it's uh, like a full circle for Missy's life of this is the day that she would be regenerated into life. But she also goes out on this day, too. So there's not like the weird time paradox where there's two Missys at the same time. So it was. I really like that closure to her, and,
0: and then the master descending in the elevator shaft, just laughing, knowing he's going to his death. Well, in another mm-hmm. lifetime, but still, like, ah, so up,
3: good. Hold the fuck up,
0: sir. This yeah. is the master.
3: You may think he's dead. He's not fucking dead. Preach. Did you see him die? Preach.
5: Yeah, it, yeah, he's on. They his didn't way to regenerate.
0: regenerate. <laughs> it didn't regenerate. Yeah. That means that you're dead. No, no, no. Mm,
3: he's did you, did you see him dead?
0: Yes. No. Well, no. I saw John Missy change to a new picture. He died. No. I saw Missy die, and Missy is after John Sim. Master.
1: How is Missy? Missy. What? How <laughs> did on. Missy come to be, <laughs> sir? Because John Sim regenerated into her.
4: Yeah, but remember. He was dead.
3: John Sims not
4: dead. And no, also, yeah, he was, she no, died. Missy was
1: also dead. <laughs> they a said lot the master's dead, yeah, not John Sim.
4: That's our point. She, well, not... their
1: point is that Missy died. Yeah, that's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah, multiple Missy times.
4: Died. Yet she's still here, <laughs> boys.
0: No,
1: the other time she teleported, <laughs> we saw the life go out of her eyes, and that entire uh, level. Was exploded. As or if disagree. I believe anything didn't make F- sense F- because the
5: doctor was not fully singed. Like the fire somehow didn't burn his clothes
1: uh, or his it's, hair or uh, anything. It's TV. So you
5: know how fire works on Time Lords? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs>
0: it's also I... TV. Like you need to have something you right. can put on That camera. be a burnt
6: corpse.
4: Girl, <laughs> I fell asleep like before the forest fight. And then I woke up with him in the TARDIS burned. I was like, ooh, he looks a little rough. <laughs> what <laughs> happened?
1: Not a good
5: day. He died. Oh, I really like the forest fight too. Yeah. i just like I wasn't understanding all these words he was saying, and then it made sense of like, oh, he's listing all of the places that he's defeated the Cybermen before. And it, I thought that Well was... he's
1: specifically naming all of the places where Cybermen have originated.
4: Oh. He said that Eat earlier them. in the episode, like those cool. specific yeah. places.
1: That's some. Um... Which, to burn a fun fact, one of those places, Alex, is Marinus. Yeah. And me, Alex, and Terry just watched The Keys of Marinus, a first Doctor story. So there's no Cybermen in that. But in a 1987 comic book written by Grant Morrison, the Cybermen are born of the Vord on Marinus really
6: Ooh!
1: Yeah. wow but this story does do a lot to kind of cancel out the contradictions of the multiple origin stories for cybermen because the doctor says it's parallel evolution and that's what makes the cybermen scary is that they're inevitable
6: anywhere yeah.
1: anywhere that has humans or human-like people that live long enough they're eventually going to turn themselves into cybermen it's just. a a natural progression where technology like starts to exceed human lifespans and so people can give themselves over to technology so that they can stay alive
3: yeah Elon Musk get the fuck on
6: (laughs) it
1: (laughs) you want to be a Cyberman? I want to be a Cyberman by 2022 just so we've mostly been talking about Missy and the Master and a little bit about the Doctor what do you guys think of just the story of the the fight of the Cybermen trying to save this small village? Uh, Sam, you hate Cybermen stories. Did this one do anything for you?
4: This season has been a lot better for Cybermen, and also Bill as a Cyberman made Cybermen more interesting. Obviously, yeah, it wasn't just like Kerchunk, Kerchunk, and that's like all Cybermen were to me.
1: I, Although I don't like that they leave the Kerchunk sound in for <laughs> the old school segment <laughs> like even for Bill
0: I really liked how we saw all the different generations in this story well two yeah well no it was the the sock head dudes then yep. Bill and then the war ones and well, like there was there were variations there were variations in between too
5: yeah because their armor changed
4: all I know is wow what an upgrade
5: (laughs) from the the weird material
3: masks and the human flesh hands yeah inside of what's obviously an oversized sweater
4: yeah jumper crazy difference
3: back in the 20s or whenever the hell this show started they were limited The 20s? On their polypropylene and polyester outfits.
4: (laughs) The
1: 20s? I don't know. Cybermen have been around forever. 40s. A hundred
4: years. (laughs) Um, This might...
1: You know it's 2021, right, Cody?
3: You can meet people at the bar right now. Well, not right now because of Corona, but potentially (laughs) who were born in the 21st century.
4: Oh, yeah. September 7th, 1927.
3: So, yeah, story. Talk about the story. Story's great. Talk about it. Oh, story is very great. <laughs>
5: I what what the hell do you want us to say?
2: There's a lot of stories going on. I feel like,
5: like the the whole uh, arc of it. I really enjoyed um, them getting off of the uh, bottom level of the ship and getting to this uh, colonization in these fields and then just the whole stand for um fighting to protect them and uh not giving up on them and like not being able to just fly to the top because then the cybermen would be ridiculously strong by the time they get up there because they were just taken millions I s- of years still to still don't do
4: understand how the elevator works.
5: The, the higher you
0: go, the faster the bottom people move.
4: But while you're in the elevator, it changes by what floor you're on still?
1: Well, if yeah, you're going it's so up. You're getting further away from the black hole.
4: They would still have to come up on that. I don't know.
1: Uh, so it's, it's a good device for why they can't just go get the TARDIS, because... The people at the bottom, by the time they got to the top, would have had thousands of years to figure out how to stop them. Because they always
4: have to and get rid of the have... TARDIS.
1: <laughs> and then they could have just gotten up to the top in seconds because the elevator moves at the same speed no matter what. I thought that was exemplary. The most amazing yeah.
3: workaround in all of Doctor Who. New Who.
4: Instead of like a door closing with the TARDIS on the other or like side. like a
1: wood door.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
3: it was amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the things... That Moffat's really good at now let's talk about some of the things he might not be so good at, and that is constantly repeating himself
3: go go on, what are the Moffatisms of this episode? Can that be a special well, segment?
1: people Terry, people are dumb though you got to repeat yourself, Terry brought up one, Danny turned into a Cyberman, Bill turned into a Cyberman, two finales in a row, yeah, but there oh no, there's one in between Cybermen. one
3: is mondassian. <laughs>
1: Moffat also had Cybermen in every single 12th episode of all of his seasons. Did Moffat create the Cybermen? No, Kit Pedler did in 1966. Yeah, like, Moffat stuff? really just likes paying other people.
2: There's nothing wrong with consistency.
1: <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Bill is a immortal super being traveling the universe with her girlfriend. Clara is a immortal being with a TARDIS traveling through space and time with a girlfriend. No, hey, he not doesn't want to kill
2: companions that we love.
3: <laughs> Completely different. Wrong. Fake news.
2: But I just, I just took it as her being
4: dead and this is like the afterlife. Yeah, so did I.
5: Yeah, she's... Oh, man, what a great allegory, huh? Nope, they live in a puddle in the universe <laughs>
3: probably uh, that's they got to teleport around and people's I mean that like, can
4: be an afterlife tears and stuff How do you
6: know what Imagine is?
3: being connected I... to all of the water in the universe forever Whole you man. are somebody's Gross. pee you are 500 million pee? people's pee <laughs> simultaneously and that's just assuming earth is the only thing with living organisms who are peeing
0: Guys, they're She's just not wet. Every puddle. Yeah, just let them just let them be, man. They're just wet. Don't worry <laughs> about just it.
5: Just wet. Which I was kind of sad, like when we find like Bill has turned into puddle girl, uh, that her hair didn't automatically also turn drenched wet. Like it was just <laughs> her hands. I was like, oh well that's
1: Well and then on the contrary, Puddle Girl uh got dry.
5: Yeah, and oh up. my
1: god, her hair. Was so good,
5: yeah. Puddle Girl be looking fine, really. Right? she went from goth girl to like hot. Now she's she's just got really good jeans. Uh, yeah, her pants were pretty sweet too.
3: But right? I was looking at that hair. <laughs> anyway, we keep trying to Jay keeps trying to get us to talk about the story, and we're talking about pants. Um, so <laughs> been trying for three
1: years. <laughs>
2: Uh, my only really quip with this episode is Qualm? the Yep. All right. The Nardal Doctor exchange of who's staying and who's blowing themselves up. I didn't love that whole exchange. Like it was gonna be like a heart to heart and then it turned into a who's stronger, you or me and Nardal obviously acknowledging that Nardal's stronger. But just didn't feel right. Like it wasn't a good closure of their relationship. It was like a half-hearted conversation that either should have been more serious or lighter. And it was like a weird middle <laughs> ground. And I I just didn't like that closure.
1: I agree with you. I think it works. Um, their entire relationship this whole season has been like jokingly fighting with each other. And this starts as a fight over first, The fact that the doctor can't do what he says he's doing. Then an argument over who's going to stay. And during that fight, it dawns on Nardalt that this is goodbye. And he doesn't realize it during the first half. And then once he does, he has no idea what to do. So I think it works.
4: I kind of agree with that because, as I've said in previous episodes, he acts like this overconfident, pompous person. So it just seems right to not have a heart to heart. But I can see where you would want it to.
0: Hashtag hug Nardal.
2: That's all I wanted. <laughs> right?
5: Yeah, that seems nice. Cuddles. I'm happy that we got to see uh, Jack again. That was nice. Yeah, uh, yeah that, was. that
3: whole that scene exchange. I love those. Every time, every time those pop up, I'm like, yeah, I like oh, these. Oh, the flashbacks.
0: Yep. Yeah, I forgot about
3: that. <laughs> and
4: usually it's flashbacks of doctors, so it was kind of fun to have a flashback of Companions. companions.
3: Hell yeah, brother. It was nice.
5: No, the one for Donna is just her screaming. Yeah, that's that's what made it the best.
4: I thought you would have wanted Donna not in it.
3: I would be fine with that, but if she's going to be in it, that's the scene. It would have been better if it was the one where she's on the other side of the window making faces at the doctor by the door.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: I will say the end of this episode was kind of like an abrupt train wreck. <laughs> like it, it it was like things were happening, feels were going on, and then all of a sudden, boom, Water Lady. Boom, we're in the TARDIS. Boom, the Doctor's degenerating. It's like, oh, yeah. whoa.
2: <laughs> huge Even pace. Even Bill to, Bill to drop off the Doctor in the TARDIS, which that's good. At least she did that. But Then to leave, that was weird.
3: The doctor got her killed. Fuck that guy. She thinks the doctor's dead.
5: Which, would she have taken the lift up? Like, why wouldn't she have just stopped by and grabbed Nardal on her way up? They didn't take the lift. They took the
1: super water expressway. Yeah, way. she's a magical creature. Oh, I forgot about the puddle already. She didn't pick up Nardal because she doesn't want to.
2: <laughs> Poor Nari.
3: It's called tying up loose ends.
4: This is totally the tying up loose ends like the new doctor coming. Get rid of all the companions. Doctor's going to die. Starting fresh.
3: Fresh. Fresh, right? fresh. I'm a creature of this world. I've existed in it for the last couple of years. I know the TARDIS is about to be fucking full. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do y'all think of the final scene, which was previewed at the beginning of last episode? The doctor refusing to regenerate and running into an old friend. Well, Jake, let me tell you,
3: I think it's pretty damn cool, but I hate it. <laughs> 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 it's it's old. It's old school. Who who dick sucking? Which is fine. Uh, those folks are cool. Got to set up the Christmas. Special. Yeah. And they need their digs with their old doctor stuff. That old geriatric thing. Get get all that in there. But my mindset hasn't stretched out to see a finale as not the finale and the Christmas special as, like, like the finale. Because this wasn't the finale. The Christmas special is the finale.
4: When the Doctor actually dies.
3: Yeah. Regenerates. Does whatever the heck is going to happen. Maybe is... Capaldi just offs himself and then the first <laughs> Doctor re-regenerates.
4: Is that the first Doctor? Is that who? I don't know which one that yeah. is. Yep. He's is
3: the one from that... that movie that we watched, right? Yeah. Okay. The... Is
4: he the one that had jelly babies? He's not.
0: No, the doctor
1: was no. the one that had jelly babies. Yeah, which one? And but there's... And So you're, you're talking about the fourth okay, doctor in the episode that we saw. Kiss this is David Bradley, who played William Hartnell in that docudrama, Neither the <laughs> not neither time in space um <laughs> they're a docudrama now jesus what is it called um adventure in time Ad- or Adventures adventure adventure in, in time and space yeah, yeah that's it where he played the well, first time, right. doctor's actor verbatim uh, yeah and adventure in space time where he played william Hartnell, the actor so now we've got this dude why not have a multi-doctor story where the first doctor gets to interact with Capaldi.
4: I thought it was going to be foreshadowing with the jelly babies that he's been using that that was the doctor that was going to come back.
2: I thought it was a good slap in the face to the doctor who earlier in the story said something like I'm the doctor, the original doctor. It was like verbatim. Yeah. It's like, no you're not. (laughs) Yeah,
0: well that was to tie it together to people that don't really know the first doctor. Like, oh. Yeah. Capaldi doctor said that a little bit ago. Is
1: this the doctor? Yeah, and, yeah, I'm and this one is
2: <laughs> and, and this one is
1: legit me. the original, you might say. Because he was the first one to play. He was the first it. one. Well, not really. He's actually the fourth person to play the first doctor on screen. Oh
2: gosh. Was he the only one still alive?
1: I think so. There was a a stunt double for William Hartnell who played a robot version of him that the daleks made god that was terrible
5: oh yeah yeah
1: but they like had to promise that guy they would give him a scene on camera hmm. that guy, and guy was the five doctors in 1983 because the first doctor had passed by then they recast um richard Herndahl, i think his name was played the doctor and did not watch a single second of William Hartnell playing the doctor just said I'll just do my thing it'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) um
5: it was it William Hartnell who also in that uh docudrama that we watched wasn't he also very adamant of like I don't want to leave I don't want to
1: go like I'm the doctor like I can't stop well that might have been a little dramatization of him using David Tennant's line oh okay
5: Because I was thinking, like, I really liked um, that uh, echoing that Capaldi is doing of just like, no, like, I will not change. I will be this forever. And just having... That is
1: not what he said. Well,
5: no. Okay. Shush. He's... Because he's saying, (laughs) I I will not change. Like, there's no change. Like, he doesn't want to change. He
1: doesn't want to change because he wants to die. Not because he wants to keep being... Oh, Peter well, I was reading that whole,
5: cause he keeps saying yeah. no. So I, didn't, I yeah, he didn't want to regenerate anymore, but I'm just seeing it that he, he wants to stay who he is. Like he doesn't want to change. And that's what I keep seeing. Like there was no, like, I don't want to die. Cause he would just say, I don't want to die or I don't want to keep living. Like there's no stop making me go on with life or no, whatever. Like
0: Terry, I'm with you. I, I got the same vibes. It was like the same stuff that Tenant was doing to me. But now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it was like he doesn't want to keep the cycle going. It has to end now, which
1: well, yeah, you can, I didn't catch you, that.
0: <laughs> you, I didn't, I didn't realize still,
1: that. You can still have the same notions that Tenet was having of like, yeah, it sucks. You die. It's not you. It's just some other guy. Well, and then just be like, well, then fuck it. Like I've lived for over 2000 years. Like that's enough. He quoted David Tennant, too.
0: Yeah, he said, yeah, I don't Matt want to Smith. go. Yeah, both of them.
1: Yeah, he did. He even did Matt Smith's weird little hand motion that he was making yeah. when he said, uh, I'll never forget when the Doctor is me, or I'll always remember when the Doctor is me.
3: I think We're it says him. the wrong message to fandom.
1: <laughs> what?
3: Don't let the Doctor generate. Just let him end. <clears throat> Just stop it here. Stop watching Doctor Who. Just stop this. <laughs> but we then... don't want to keep doing it.
1: In that scene, the first doctor is saying the same thing. I don't want to change. And this version of the first doctor is plucked out of time from right before he regenerates in the 10th planet. See, you just broke
3: a very nice dream of mine. That the first doctor, when he changed, had just like a message for the audience that change is good and necessary.
1: Oh no! Oh no! No, he just fought it. <laughs> oh man, I was really hoping it was like... No, they didn't say anything at all. Like when it actually happened in 1966, he's just like, "Oh, I'm kind of, kind of tired. I'm just gonna lay down." And then he just regenerated, and <laughs> like they didn't create the term regeneration until deep into the 70s, like when the with the fourth Doctor. Oh,
3: did any of the Doctors have like a Mister Rogers style? Like everything's gonna be okay. This is normal and it's like the natural progression of things and then
6: regenerate. No, no they are. <laughs> it, it wasn't it until Matt Smith. It wasn't until Matt Smith.
1: He was the he was Mr. Rogers. The fourth doctor said it's okay the moment has been prepared for and then died. Ah, that's analytical and and that's too too sharp. The the sixth doctor didn't get a regeneration scene, because what I was gonna say about William Hartnell. About not wanting to go. The first and sixth doctor, the only two who were fired, and like they didn't leave by choice. Very interesting. And then the seventh and eighth doctor got regeneration scenes years and years later.
5: Are we thinking then that the Christmas special is the first doctor? Telling Capaldi, it's like, no, it's all right. Regeneration is a part of life as a Time Lord. Let it happen. Or is it like a, ah, screw it, fight it, just kill yourself, and just be off with it? Like, I don't know what the whole message is then. Like, it, how, it sounds like a Scrooge thing we'll going on with Capaldi. I think the first
3: doctor yeah. pulls him in tight in a loving embrace, gazes deeply into his eyes. It's and shoves just, an umbrella up his just, ass. Him. Just a, a forage shiv right
5: into his kidney.
3: His it's only like, kidney. I'm so
5: sorry. I'm not good at this. And then, he
3: gives
0: him the Missy special.
3: And
5: then just
3: stabs himself or drinks like a poison and then regenerates says, into Jody Whittaker.
6: <laughs> Play Where's the Twitter song.
0: Where's his face? I love being you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> tweet, He's just all
3: tweet. sweaty. Tweet, <laughs> tweet, <laughs> tweet, 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 tweet.
1: Okay, I forgot to send out a request for tweets today until what would have been 10 p.m. UK time. Nice. But Ode Ollie managed to get in there Ayo. before going to bed. A true underscore Ollie, at Ode underscore Ollie, says... I'm afraid this is going to be just as long, if not longer than last time. Oh. <laughs> and he's right. It is also 29 tweets long. <laughs> nice. For me, this is just an, just as incredible an episode as the first part. Dark, heartbreaking, moving. The true horror of the situation is so clear, and it's one of the most brutal Who stories ever. Again, all the characters have a distinct role to push the story forward, but still letting this episode showcase Capaldi, just as the last one did for Pearl. I think a multi-master story was wanted By so many for so long, and this was done magnificently. John Sim plays the best version of his master in this, as cruel and manipulative as ever. That is true, we should have talked about that. I think John Sim is better in this one than any of his other master stories. And Michelle Gomez is incredible, seeming to play a different version of Missy depending on if she's with the master or with the doctor. The episode, in my opinion, is the first in a while to make the Cybermen feel like a proper scary threat and manages to give the Master Missy something to do without detracting from the Cybermen, unlike Season 8. The use of the different generations of Cybermen is so clever, as is the explanation given that they are a natural inevitability wherever human life is. Clever, but so disturbing. That and their implacability really lets their real threat show through. That and they don't stop pursuing and converting, and the only way to fight them is on a day-to-day basis really makes them properly scary again. The problem with some Who stories, especially some to come, is that they don't always give everyone something to do. But all the characters in this have their own story, their own moment to shine. Bill's story is perhaps the sharp, the harshest, and that's saying something with this story. The episode and series shows how strong she is, but the story breaks her over and over. Her justifiable anger at the Doctor failing to save her is performed so well, going from quiet plane to full-blown explosive rage, and Pearl plays it with so much skill and tenderness you can feel the pain and betrayal in her expressions and so much through her voice the scene of the master mocking her is so powerful the extent of his cruelty and her strength you can see both that and her pain portrayed so well pearl's emotional acting is on full display here and it's magnificent and her final scenes are so moving her goodbye to the doctor is heartbreaking and her reunion with heather heather is so lovely Bill, deciding to stay and fight with the Doctor, is, I think, the natural conclusion of, at least part of, her arc. Traveling, giving her strength and her loyalty to him, not letting her leave. Her discovery of his body is devastating. Pearl's performance is so physical, you can see the actual effect of his loss on her. And Heather's return, while a a bit of a deus ex machina is wonderful, tying the end of Bill's journey right back to the start. Letting us have a companion's relationship actually succeed, and avoids a kill your gaze ending which was a relief i know it can be seen as a copy of clara's ending but i don't i really like it and think it's a conclusion that's befitting after all bill's been through and it's nice to see a queer relationship with a happy ending Nardal stays in the background for a lot of the episode but when he comes to the fore he has some incredible moments his scene with the masters is just great seeing him as as snarky with them as he is with the doctor is brilliant him showing off and being badass is incredible The laid-backness of blowing things up is great, and a much-needed moment of levity, I think. And his goodbye to Bill and the Doctor is so understatedly heartbreaking, saying very little and letting the emotions come through in the silences between them. The realization setting is not at all is clear through his expressions, and it's so touching to see the actual emotional connection between him and the Doctor in the which-one-is-stronger speech, especially after all their bickering, and his last line to them is so powerful, even more so because it's so understated and soft showing the connection and love between all three of them so well. The end of Missy's story is incredible too, so fitting with the Master's story through all of their appearances, and so powerful and affecting. I think the difference between the Masters is highlighted wonderfully in this, with the Saxon Master's cruelty, hatred of the Doctor, and fundamental cowardice, contrasting with Missy's empathy and clever playfulness, and countering it. Especially at the end, and I love that she impresses the Master by killing him. Missy's redemption is done so cleverly, redeeming herself without hope, witness, or reward. And we get to see that the Doctor has finally got through to her, and the fact he doesn't know, that makes her death all the more heartbreaking. And I know, we all know, the Master is never gone for long, but seeing a possible definitive ending for them is so unexpected, and I love it. I said that this was a showcase for Capaldi, and it really is. The Doctor is broken by this episode, and you could tell that so easily from his performance. His emotional range is shown so well in this. His anger and his desperation, pain and sadness. I think this is one of Capaldi's best performances in Who. His speech to the Masters. I think the core of what 12 is, kind and righteous, if a little angry and desperate. think that of all the new Who Doctors, 12 embodies that kindness the most, fighting for and because of it. Despite knowing he won't win in the end... That scene is played so well, with the immediate anger of being dismissed turning to desperation to try to convince them, and the softness of his plea to Missy is so powerful. And his speech during the final battle is so subdued compared to the last. The bombast of his past triumphs against the Cybermen changes so quickly to the gentle resignation of what would be his last words. His defiant assertion that he is the Doctor is wonderful, and his hope that there'd be stars is so moving, and the shot of the Doctor's apparent last sight is incredibly done, his last high rate in the TARDIS is such a contrast to that speech, too. Capaldi letting the Doctor's pain be clear through his anger and his refusal to regenerate seems so justified. The toll of fighting so many battles for so long is obvious. We rarely see the Doctor this broken, and I love how affecting it's done. Uh, and, of course, the ending is wonderful a bit of light and hope after all the darkness of this episode with the tease of a multi-Doctor story is great. I think there's always a highlight of who putting the first and twelve Doctors together is genius especially as they're both at the ends of their lives. It's great to have David Bradley back as a doctor. He was an incredible adventurer, and his heart knows so good. So his doctor is amazing. I think he managed to capture the first doctor so well, even in just those few seconds. So excited to hear what you all think. Edging closer to catching up now, but still so much to come. Looking forward to more, and we'll keep you updated as to the podcast, too. But here's a tease for O'Dolly's podcast. It's going to be called, at least for now, Companion piece.
4: Ooh,
1: ooh, yeah, good.
4: All day. right.
1: Fuck, man.
0: He like that was so like well put together. There was
3: there was a lot of things I wanted to interject with, but it's really hard to interject on an extended tweet. But I was gonna say the descriptive writing done by Ali in these tweets is far superior to some of the lines that Moffat throws together into a script.
6: <laughs> oh, easily. <laughs>
0: Ollie's, Ollie's tweets remind me of being in like English class and like, we'll, we'll read a chapter of some book and then the teacher will go off and like all these things that I, like, I, I just, I, I heard the story, read the story in that chapter and enjoyed it. But then like, it's just the deep dive, the aptitude to deep dive is insane. Like, I'm I'm standing, I'm not standing, but I would stand and salute Ollie.
2: (laughs) Slow clap.
1: Slow clap.
2: That's better than
6: I don't have to get up.
1: Yeah, you just described what I wanted this podcast to be when it started. Yeah, why do (laughs) you have us? like Be friends with Ollie. Ollie. Why (laughs) Why do you think I've made friends with him on the internet? Jeez, he's so much better than us. Fuck. What would y'all think of Pearl Mackey's season or her or bill as a whole now that it's over
2: i wish i could remember what we all said when you asked us what we wanted from a companion (laughs) but i really think (laughs) i really think it's what we needed or what everyone needed like it's kind of like she's not as intense as clara or even the pawns or nobody is really (laughs) any anyone before even like she's just she's got a good companion personality with like she's smart and she gets shit done but she's just not like super intense or super anything really she's
1: she's level-headed she's not trying to be the doctor she's not trying to fuck the doctor she's not trying to have a marriage and family on the tardis she's just a normal lady
2: yeah and Pearl Mackie was great, of course.
1: Man, Pearl Mackey was amazing in this one. Sam, what did you think of Pearl Mackey's season?
4: I enjoyed her. I had the moments where I was like, oh, I don't like the way she's treating the doctor. as like a, I don't know how to describe it. Someone that you want there when you want them there, but when you don't want them there, just <laughs> kind of rude.
1: You really cannot let go of that no, one can't. scene and in I that one not. episode.
6: And I can't and I won't, Jake.
1: <laughs> it was the doctor's idea. Every other companion has done the same thing. <laughs> She's just trying to live her life. <laughs> this old the jerk keeps coming now in. The doctor involved
4: in it. Get used to it.
1: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> every time we talk about Pearl Mackey, it's <laughs> that one line from one episode.
4: Um, But yeah, I really I enjoyed her character. It was great.
1: If you were to list all the companions in order of preference, would you be on the bottom?
4: No. You guys, Who would? okay. I am way different than this podcast. I don't, I, I, I know I shouldn't live in this podcast, but I did not like Martha. She can be banging. That's fine. Wasn't a huge fan of her as a companion.
5: Same. I
4: okay, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, okay. I think
3: Promaki was better than Martha.
1: I disagree.
4: That's what I expected from everyone, but I'll I'll take my people.
1: (laughs) I think Pro Mackie had some better stories. I think she had some worse ones. I think she got... I I wouldn't go so far as to say she's a better actor than Free Majumon. I would say she got to do more acting than Free Majumon did.
5: Yeah. 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 That might be it. Because did Martha just have like a super small run? Just a season. Okay. Yep. Same so she popped up yeah, she Pearl popped up again it... in Donna's season.
6: Pearl
4: had oh, a okay. super small run too.
5: Yeah. Cause it just seems like Martha just didn't have a lot of memorable stuff.
1: Martha, the character, was like already done. Like she didn't have any growth. She wasn't down on her luck. She wasn't like short of um confidence. She
0: yeah, she was a pre-med. Have,
1: <laughs> but she didn't have, like, any growth to make. So the character doesn't really have anywhere to go.
4: Except and, to be sad that the doctor doesn't love her.
1: Right, which isn't a character. No, <laughs> it's, it was bad. And so that's hard to, you know, for any actor to do anything with. And the stories in her season aren't particularly good.
4: And you asked the character, not the actor... I think I haven't really thought about the actors yeah but as a character I yeah
1: yeah I mean I I'd put her above rose but I'm probably the only one Boo. <laughs> all right passion fruit sent a jar candle at b bird moth with underscores in between all those words uh, at b underscore bird underscore moth says absolutely crack an episode weaker than the first part but a great send-off At least it would be if the next episode didn't exist, which I usually pretend it doesn't. I think the writers did very well with Bill all the way to the end.
3: Hell yeah. Thank you for letting me know (laughs) (laughs) because I've already decided that
1: as well. Oh, we just got one in from Chris at this emo trash who says instead of rewatching, I went to bed. And so I've probably missed my chance. Good episode, disappointing finale when compared to World Enough in Time, but very good nonetheless. The master is underused, but his scenes stole the show from everyone else. Excited for the next episode.
3: There see, there we go. There's my je ne sais quad just printed out in black and white. Thank you for <laughs> making it in time. Love you. Signed, Cody.
1: Nikeforce <laughs> focus at jury of underscore one says, hell of a day to be recording, but this is my favorite finale, with satisfying ends for 12, Nardal, and Missy. I like Bill's ending the more I watch it. It does fit with Moffat's fairy tale idea of the show, but it did seem a bit of a Deus Ex Machina on first watch. I love the depiction of cyber conversion, and this is the best treatment of the Cyberman in New Who. My only real criticism is that the Master feels a little redundant at times. That's what I was trying to say but I think his presence was necessary to make sure the audience wasn't second guessing Missy by having her worst self offering his commentary to events. Hope you're having fun with the master pronouns. <laughs> Controversially. <laughs> I like the next episode, but oh, I didn't know this was a controversy. Oh no.
3: Oh, it's about to be a controversy.
1: Controversially. I like the next episode, but this was a great last adventure for 12, giving his all to help a small group of people. Survive just a little longer, and I'm going to add in just like Matt Smith did. Hashtag Moffat <laughs> repeats himself. <laughs> so that's Jake's pet peeve is the
0: is the Moffat repeatism.
1: No, I actually like it. I don't. I it's the opposite oh. of a pet peeve. I just like to point it out because if I don't, someone else is going to. True.
0: <laughs> we we got to make T-shirts
3: that just says Stephen Moffat and and it has the ampersand and then Stephen Moffat, and it just does that all the way down the shirt. <laughs>
4: and hashtag should have been a two-parter.
3: Shut up had a two-part. You're married oh, to who? man. At married to who?
4: <laughs>
1: Terry, you watched Moffat's series Dracula on Netflix. Was it good? Ooh, yes. Oh, my God.
5: Oh, it's so good. Guys. Jake, what have you done? Again? Oh, it's so good. I know. I loved it a lot. Like, just the that it, and it is it's the same as dr who but just like the whole idea of like you're watching this you're reading this and then like the fun little twists that show up in the ends and just the oh god oh wait till it's a so time good. traveler's wife comes out
4: <gasps>
1: jake have alex. you watched Sadded.
4: Broadchurch church yet no it's good i'm sure watch
1: it oh alex give me that fun fact scene song Fun
0: facts, fun, fun facts,
1: gonna, gonna, gonna give our fun facts, yeah! Alright, I already said all the stuff about the comic book and Marinus, but let's see. This is the first season finale in New Who, and the only episode of Series 10 to have no scenes on present-day Earth. Huh. The, uh The very final scene with the first Doctor does take place on Earth, but it's 1986. Because in 1966, they thought that was the far future (laughs) and we would have spaceships flying around. Anyway, okay. I also like to look at all the actors, see if they've been in Doctor Who before or if they've been in Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, anything else that shoots in London. Uh, Samantha Spyro was Hazran. I already said this one. She was Melissa Tarly in Game of Thrones, Samuel's mom. Yay for her uh david bradley was the doctor he also played solomon in dinosaurs on a spaceship and william hartnell in an adventure in space and time he was also argus filch and walder Frey. What? gotta get him in a star wars so we can have the quadfecta
6: quadfecta
1: Ooh, the fable quadfecta <laughs> steven lathwell was a cyberman in his eighth and final doctor who appearance so I decide with all these like uh, stuntmen and monster people, I'm only going to talk about them if it's their last time. Oh,
6: so uh, okay.
1: Stephen Lathwell was a Cyberman in his eighth and final Doctor Who appearance. He was a soldier in Face the Raven, a Dalek in the Series 9 two-parter, the two-part opener, a Dream Crab in Last Christmas, and a Cyberman in the Series 8 two-part finale. He's also a Shadow Kid in three episodes of Class. Jamie Hill was a Mondasian Cyberman in this, his 11th and final Doctor Who story. He was also an Ice Warrior in Empress of Mars, a monk in all three episodes of the Monk Trilogy, the Foretold in Mummy on the Orange Express, and a silent in four different stories of those first two seasons, of Moffat's first two seasons. Alex, give me that MVP theme song. <laughs> alex who's your mvp
0: man i was trying to think of it and i really want to give it to pearl mackie but there were so many good performances in this one so i'm gonna go with the shitty answer and say casting director for when <laughs> each of those people were hired <laughs>
1: <laughs> well whoever casted them is the MVP. cast pearl mackie michelle gomez and peter capaldi rtd cast john sim what about gomez like any major character the showrunner hires
0: all right then sure both of those men get the (laughs) get the mvp because just having those characters and those people in those characters was made this great uh you don't get to pick two mvps well, I said whoever hired those actors, and you said two people, so that's, like that's saying, not on me. It's like saying that's whoever not
1: pays for the BBC,
0: <laughs> like everybody sure. does. Yeah, so I, it goes to the no, entirety of England. that wasn't an affirmation. That was me saying, you can't do that. It's
1: not approving it. <laughs>
0: if I have to choose one, it's Pearl Mackey. God damn it. So is mine. Sam? Mm.
4: Yep. Pearl Mackie.
1: Cody? Boys and girls.
3: Who's Pearl Mackie? Obviously.
1: Jill?
2: Stephen Moffat.
1: Terrence? Michelle Gomez. I think it's the first time Pearl Mackey wins. Jake, you didn't say Michelle Gomez. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Can someone clip in the part where Jake says he's gonna vote for Michelle Gomez every time, and then clip in <laughs> all the times he doesn't vote for her?
1: <laughs> it is now time for everybody's favorite Doctor Who trivia game, Doctor Who Trivia Pursuit slash Doug a movie game game. In this game, I'm gonna ask each of these people a question from the Doctor Who Trivia Pursuit they'll each get a chance to go first second third fourth and fifth the questions are random some of them are really easy some of them are really hard if the first person gets it wrong then the next person gets to choose from four multiple choice options if they get it wrong the next person gets to pick from whatever remains i have chosen a random order ahead of time and it is alex jill sam cody terry alex are you ready yeah what is the name of branigan the cat kind's wife who the 10th Doctor met on the motorways of New New York. Hmm. Esther. Solid. Good guess. Jill, your multiple choice are... Valerie, Lenora, Daisy, Bridget.
2: Lenora. Just sounds right. Sam. Oh. Bridget.
3: Cody. No idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me the list again. <laughs> Valerie, Lenora, Daisy, Bridget. Daisy. Terry. Fuck Valerie. Him,
3: why even try?
1: <laughs> Terry gets a point, it's Valerie. Yay! Hey, C- I win. Congratulations hey. on your Definitely 50-50 chance, for sure. <laughs> Terry has a point. Jill, it is your turn to go first. In the sound of drums, what is the name of the U.S. president?
2: <laughs> are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> last, Just last name. It's going to be one of those weeks.
2: Nixon.
1: <laughs> Sam, the multiple choice are provided by the card. Is it... President Summer, President Winters, President Snow, President Gray.
4: Winters.
1: That's correct. Oh, nice. Nice. Hey, look at that. Sam has one. Terry has one. Sam, it is your turn to go first. What number is River Song's cell in the Storm Cage facility? 69. 11. <laughs> <laughs> 11 is a really good guess. That is not correct. That was a super good guess. <laughs> yeah, Cody, good. your options are 69, 123, 1, 1, 1, 6, 1, 6. That's correct. Oh, nice. I
2: said 11 was a good guess, it'd be one, one, one.
1: <laughs> That's why I put it in there.
3: Can't trick me, buddy.
1: Jill has one, Cody has one, Terry has one, Cody does your turn. I don't have
2: one. I have
4: one.
1: Sam has one, Cody has one, <laughs> Terry has one. Cody, it is your turn to go first. I'll give one to Jill, don't worry.
4: Where the points what? don't
1: matter. What do the headless monks keep in the seventh transept catacombs under their temple? uh uh that's the head of the blue guy obviously that is not correct uh, no it is correct terry your multiple choice are skulls boxes souls weapons oh no boxes
5: alex <laughs> box man
0: uh, fuck.
3: We gotta get this one to skulls. Jill.
1: Skulls. Jill. There it is. <laughs>
2: Repeat the options, please.
1: Skulls, boxes, souls, weapons. Souls. Which Alex just said. They no, said skulls. I said, oh, yeah, said skulls. Yeah, said oh, skulls. I'm sorry. Then Alex got it right. Okay. <laughs> hey. Oh, oh. I
4: was like, how is it not skulls? What is it?
1: Sorry, I misheard
3: is that not so, where the the blue guy
1: is yeah that... weren't they in boxes but they don't just keep him there
4: don't they, they? kind of do where do they but put they're in
1: a box there's there's like four boxes one of them has the blue guy there's also a thousand skulls
3: yeah bad question
5: Yeah, because
1: it's a catacomb. (laughs) Skulls are like
3: part of... Shut
1: up! (laughs) (laughs) Alex has a point, Sam has a point, Cody has a point, Terry has a point. I'm in the game! (laughs) Terry, it is your turn to go first. Another one with the multiple choice on the card, which means I gotta find it. What is the name of the plague that had infected Appalachia when the 11th doctor visited there?
5: The Scarlet Aura.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alex. Yeah, what's multiple choice? Your multiple choice are Chen 7, Chen 8, Chen 9, or Chen 6. Fuck off. What is this, the SATs?
0: (laughs) Pick the most correct answer so it was seven eight nine or ten <laughs> it nope. was seven, seven eight,
6: eight, eight
4: nine, nine
0: or six, or six.
1: <laughs> for reason. wait what <laughs> i didn't order these these are on <laughs> the card that way <laughs> well then i'm going chen six jill <sighs> your chance to make it a five-way tie chen
2: seven
1: it's a five-way tie.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> let's do a
5: whole other round of cards. <laughs>
4: we all win. It's a good day. Congratulations, we need this win
3: everybody in America. Wait, right let's now? do a tiebreaker that is a year.
2: Oh God! <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no. Marching?
5: No.
3: Four if
6: we
5: people. do that, it's going to be the closest to the year just, in one guess. Just
0: But we
2: all did real good.
1: Let's just do another round of trivia. Everybody gets no. a pat on the back. All right, everyone, shut up. Because there's a tie and we have to do tiebreaker, I have typed the question into Discord to prevent any advantage from internet lag. In a moment, I'm going to hit enter, and whoever yells out the question or the answer first wins. You have as many chances as you wish to take. Afterwards, I will read the question aloud to anyone listening. Are you all ready? Mm -hmm. Yes. Jill, can you see the Discord?
2: Yep.
6: Three,
3: two, one. The moon. Oh, Sam fuck. is little. I not read that fast enough. I just can't read, read it the fuck? Yeah. yeah, Sam just it, okay. saw Jadun and was no, like, that rhymes with the Smith moon. No, Smith
4: and Jones and Jadoon <laughs> transport. Like, <laughs> boom.
3: So it should have been one of those questions that is like a total 180 after the first sentence
1: <laughs> the question was in Smith and Jones where do the Jadoon transport the Royal Hope Hospital to while they hunt the Plasmavore so yeah all those other words after Jadoon are meant to just kind of screw you up because it's a lot of words
5: oh I didn't get it until the Hope Hospital thing I'm like oh yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, the question should be in Smith and Jones, the Jadune transport the Royal Hospital to the Moon. What is Martha's <laughs> last name?
1: <laughs> like, fuck off! It's in the title, Smith and Jones. Dickhead! I know.
0: I I understand that, but like you're reading it, you'd be like, okay, where's the question? Where's the question? And then at right. the end, it's
1: like super easy. But we're almost in two hours. Alex, fun facts theme song. Fun, I mean, <laughs> fun facts.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
6: oh, it's, it's so fun late Send help <laughs>
2: so fun this is fun
1: alex paper with these
0: <laughs> this has been Mary to who's discussion on the doctor falls
1: if you'd like to listen to this podcast in any other way you can do so spotify google play apple Podcasts, or on our website marriedwho.com if uh, you want to participate and be on the podcast you can do so by tweeting us married to who pod you can follow our instagram married to who or you can email us married gmail.com on behalf of myself jake cody sam Chill, alex and producer terry thank you so much for listening please join us next time for twice upon a time <laughs>
6: <laughs> Ooh, doo 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 doo
0: doo 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 doo.